You are listening to the Four Corners podcast with Lenny Marcus. And Neil. Welcome to the Four Corners podcast with Lenny Marcus. Joining me today, as always, is my co-host, Neil Potter. Hey Four topics, 15 minutes each. We're just killing time. Kill it with us. Our Gmail, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram is the number 4C podcast. Subscribe on iTunes. Listen to us on the Laugh Button Network, thelaughbutton.com. Today's guests, our show today is all about our just completed trip to Santa Monica, Los Angeles to film Supermarket Sweep, which airs in September or maybe October on ABC television primetime, baby. We have, obviously, Neil is here. He's in the cast. We have the rest of the cast here as well. Bethel Karam is here with us and DC Benny's on the phone. He's back in his quarantine. Welcome, everybody. All right. Let's do it. Let's do it. The first corner, I just want to give people at home the background of this show. Supermarket Sweep is a game show from the 60s and then the 90s starring a guy named David Bruprecht in the 90s. People remember him. He wore the funny sweaters. Three teams of two get two minutes on their clock. They answer questions about food products, stuff you find in supermarkets, slogans, commercials, etc. Each one they get right, they'll get another 10 seconds at the end of the three rounds, what they wow. call You're mini really games. It. Yes, they will have a time amount. And that is the time amount of time they are allowed to run around the store throwing stuff in their carts and amassing products. The goal is to take like expensive store items. The team with the highest cart total moves on to the Super Sweep, which they've created this for prime time, which they could win $100,000. There's, bonus, there's bonuses around the store which can, can uh, up your money. It takes about 30 minutes to run one round of the show. It takes exactly 30 minutes with commercials to run one down to the show. ABC will run two shows a night, which is one hour. That's why we called it We Shot 10 of These. But seriously, we ran it. We basically shot 20 of these because they ran it 20 times. People watch game shows in one half hour chunks. Jeopardy, Wheel of Fortune. So we basically shot 20 of them is the point. Okay, let's go. Leslie's love of this show is what got us the show. Okay, she she brought it up. She always loved the show. She she has a whole background story of her. Um, uh, obviously Leslie Jones is the host of the show. Uh, her love of this show, like I said, um, created a bidding war. Uh, everywhere she went, and she walked in and pitched it, and everybody fell in love with it. ABC does a lot of game shows. They know what this could do for their network, and you know made it very nice for her. The production company is a company called Fremantle, who has brought back all the game shows. So they're in conjunction with all these networks. So it's a Fremantle production, and ABC Television, um, you know, is the money people behind it. They were supposed to shoot in Santa Monica, but because of, I mean, we're supposed to shoot in Burbank on a soundstage, and because of all the COVID, it is now it moved to a Santa Monica airplane hangar, and they created a whole studio in there um you can't hear a damn thing but it's the most gorgeous thing i've ever seen um and they had a crazy covid protections and protocols and they made it work and that is the main background of this neil when actually i'll start with dc so dc when do you remember the first time i called you yeah well you had mentioned actually the last time on the podcast I did the podcast. I'm, I'm returning, so that's a that's an honor in itself. 
Um, <laughs> but you had met, you had talked about this and talked about Neil, and there, there was this thing that was percolating, and I was like, oh, that sounds really cool. And then I I don't know was it, it was months ago you you said you called me, and it was a Lenny Marcus call. This was. When the Lenny Marcus <laughs> calls change, when they change, when I see the name pop up and things <laughs> change, because normally it's just a Lenny Marcus call. We call up and he said, uh, listen, uh, uh, Leslie, that show is going to probably be a go that we talked about. And, uh, you know, do you want to do something on it? You know, I talked to Leslie and then, you know, we're not really sure what it is. But you want to do something on it, and it would be, and then you're like, it's going to be Neil, me, Neil Bethel. It's going to be like familiar people, and I was like, yeah. Uh, it was just, you know, do I want to be involved in this thing that could possibly happen? Looks like it's going to happen, and and it wasn't really sure what I was going to do, but do I want to do something? And I said, yeah, absolutely. And then he said, well, you know, expect a call from Leslie or a text. So then I get a text from Leslie. Like, uh, you want to do some shit on this thing? Like, maybe, I don't know, announce or some shit or, you know, just be uh, just be in it. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Thank you. And it's just nobody, nobody ever does that. So it was uh, it was a, a hallmark uh, moment for sure that I got that I got the call. Well, it was and, it was, uh, it was now D.C. Wait, D.C., do you have the because when I get that Lenny call, I immediately have a <laughs> me and Bethel both have Lenny Marcus bags packed. <laughs> And they we keep them go by our, we go back by our door. So when we get <laughs> a bug out bag, you yeah, mean, you're I can like be on the plane. Preppers. He needs that for the FBI coming for him, or if I call. <laughs> it's so funny. The background of this is so Leslie goes. They she wants to do the show right, and then she comes to me and she says, "How do we update it for 2020?" Right. Because I remember the old show, and I went back and looked at some of them. So I go, give me 24 hours. So I come up with this idea. The only idea I could come up with that, like, the first thing that I thought immediately was, you get somebody, you give them a mop, right? And you put them in the aisles. And when they're running around the store, you create obstacles. So it's harder to run around the store. So I was like, imagine if Neil was in the middle of the store, and then they run around the store, and they run into Neil, and you just cut to his face like, uh-oh, you know, as they're about to kill him. And she's like, I love that. Let's go. And basically, anywhere she went, that's one of the main pitches she did for, and she would say, to the point where, long story short, to the point where everybody finally was like, who is this guy, Neil, right? <laughs> and then eventually, she's like, from a meeting, she's like, send me a picture of this guy, Neil. So now I'm texting a picture of Neil in the middle of the day. I'm in like a supermarket or something. and And so she's, giving him a picture of Neil. This is probably like January, maybe, maybe even earlier, maybe last year. It's the end of last yeah. year. I think it was like, yeah, yeah, the end of last year. So, you know, I'm. Th- and she's like, oh, thanks. And apparently they start laughing at Neil's face. So Neil's helping sell this show somewhere in the middle of L.A. pitch meetings. And then, and then so, okay, so cut to it really is going to happen. Um, and this is pre-pandemic. Uh, so it's probably February after we got done with the special in January and then like, OK, it's going to gear up. So I'd say first week of February, I start talking to them on the phone and they they're like, OK, um, here's how we see it. And and it was kind of the stuff that we Leslie and I had talked about. We have this we have three checkout people. We have a security guard. I'm like, OK, who who you got playing those people? And um, they're like, well, you know, we see we see uh, we'll get a L.A. casting going. I'm like, no, 
<laughs> I just go, well, like the security guard, uh, I told them about the guy holding the mop. And they're like, yeah, you can't do that because of liability. They can't run into a guy in the store. I'm like, okay, but a security guard could be walking around the store and we don't know what we're going to do with them yet. I'm like, I got the guy. I got the guy. And they're like, what? We don't have to cast anything? No, no, I got the, I got the guy. His name is Neopop. <laughs> got a guy. I got a guy. Right? And they're uh, like, really? Great. I'm like, yeah, this guy. He's like, all right, send me all the information on, on Neil. Right? And then they're like, okay, we need two checkout people. I'm like, Leslie's got two people. Leslie's got a person that she wants, this lady, Bethel Karen. Right? So she's like, really? Like, yeah, yeah, checkout person. Okay. He's like, and then I go, uh, and then I know, is there a voiceover, you know, the, who's calling the race and this whole thing? And like, yeah, we, we're going to need one of those. We'll probably do, again, L.A. casting, but Leslie could call the race. We're not sure what we're going to do. I go, I got the guy. I got the guy. This guy's name's, <laughs> this guy's name's D.C. Bennett. Like, what? I'm telling you, I got this guy, right? And they're looking, they're on the phone going, and she's like, well, I don't know if we can get all those people out there and, you know, put them up. I have to check with ABC and Fremantle. I'm like, I just go, I... I start laughing. I, I'm pacing in the apartment. I don't know what Gina wasn't on pacing, but I'm, I, I, at some point, the line that I love to say came out of my mouth. I don't think Leslie's asking. You know? And that's my favorite. That's my favorite, <laughs> I, that's my favorite line ever. Oh, that's, wow. That's the only time I put down the hammer on them. They were so sweet and everything. And she goes, they like, no problem. Send us all the information on these people. And we'll we'll try and make it happen. Okay, so then uh, it starts massaging. You know, it starts massaging. You know, Neil's definitely a go. Bethel's definitely a go. And then your part kind of changes as we go. And then finally, we all figure out like we don't we don't really need a voiceover guy because they're gonna go get a real you know one of these professional welcome sure. to supermarket suite. And then they don't yeah. they think Leslie's gonna call the race, so they're not sure they need two color guys. So it's kind of out there. And then then one day. After after everybody's involved and they kind of approve everybody, they we start going. Do we need? They go. Do you need DC Benny? I'm like, yes, we need DC Benny. Don't worry about it, you know. And um, so we uh, all agreed that was that, that happens, and then it just it just happens. Like that's the magic of Leslie crazy. Jones. It just happens, you know. And I'm like, okay, you need three checkup people. DC is the head of the crew. Bethel's in the store, right? And then the third one, they're like, uh, we're going to get a local person. No problem. No problem. And I'm like, I'm not pushing my luck. You know, yeah. we'll, we'll get a, you can get anybody local. I'm not going to harass you anymore on cast. Right. So get somebody. And it's a different demographic because everybody's old. You know, everybody's old. Even though the show, you know, everybody's over 45 years old. You know, it's like we can we get a 20 year old in there. I'm like, absolutely. 20 year old of color. Whatever you got to do. I don't care. Make it a child is the third checkout person. I don't care. Just get these people. No problem. And it was off and running. And then they were like, okay, we may not have a third checkout person. COVID hits. And the whole thing is like a whole nother ball of wax. Like we have to, you know, we lock it down. But it, in some ways it helped because we were about to go out there. We were about to get on a plane in March and do this yeah. one week of rehearsals. And then um, in a warehouse a whole week so she could get up to speed on the games. And then we were going to shoot, which turned into like eight months like six to eight months of uh, of just Zoom rehearsals. Zoom madness. Zoom yeah. rehearsals. <laughs> and you guys, there were 20 Zoom rehearsals to make her a host of the show. And it turned in, you guys saw the last five. So, and yeah. you even said that she, from, you were on one and then you took another couple of weeks off. And then, you know, because we didn't want you to come back until we worked out some of the kinks after we saw you guys come in. 
and they could meet you and blah, blah, blah. But so you were protected. Neil's like, I don't want to do it. I don't want it. Right. You're like, I don't want to do Zoom. I don't want to do Zoom. I don't want him to see me. I don't want to screw it up. I don't want to do this. So he's so nervous. He's going to get fired before the thing I starts. I figured I could get out there and not get fired if I just showed up. Like, then they'd have no choice. You know what I mean? They'd be like, fuck. Yeah. It's like a day. It's shooting the day of. They'd be like, we got to at least give him a try. <laughs> so it turned into 20 weeks of the Zoom thing. And then, you know, Leslie, like, learned how to be a game show host in 20 weeks. But then it gets to a point on the Zoom, it's got to get on its feet. You know, it, you have to get it on its feet. So the Zoom thing even got stale. They brought in real contestants. So that was cool for a little while. But then she got, she, you know, is getting frustrating not getting this up and running. But what you know, Lenny doesn't know is that Zooms would just hang over you all week knowing that that, <laughs> oh, five, yeah. that right? five o'clock Zoom was yeah. coming in. Oh my God. I, look, it was morning, hard. For, waking up. Yeah, it was hard for me too. <laughs> right, DC? It would be like, oh yeah. shit. Here well, we go. Especially I was dreading with COVID. those Zooms. Like, uh, like, like my hair was like, like down to my butt. Like, like we, everybody <laughs> couldn't get a haircut. You couldn't like nothing. You, you guys are also like in Pennsylvania. Yeah, Everybody's trying to get horrible. the internet to work. Yeah. I got cut off a couple times. It was a little crazy, but. Well, I was I, just like, okay, we're going to make this totally dark so they can't really see us. But like, you know what I mean? <laughs> and then we had a week, we had a couple, we had one week where it wasn't happening at all because Disney closed their lot. And then they were like. I'm like, it's over. It, it finally, it's over. Yeah. You know, after all this stuff, it's over. And then ABC stepped up and moved it to this hangar and all these protocols for COVID. And they made it, they sent a private plane for us and made the whole thing work. <laughs> Wait, and, um, so, well, to be you gotta, honest, you got to hand it to, to ABC. If it's a hit, they really earned it. To be honest with you, yeah. I thought it was going, we were rehearsing. It was, and then all of a sudden, the second wave or the wave hit and it's like Texas, Florida, California just got yeah. demolished. And I yeah. was like, fuck. And we were and watching the and statistics it went up in California. every night. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, California just got crushed. Yeah. And so now it was, yeah, no was going to be a shelter in place. It was, they were about to announce, uh, sh- you know, yeah. everything was done. Yeah. They were about know? to announce shelter in place, but then they, you know, they just were holding on to that. We're going to see like, we just, you know, it still could happen out there. I don't know. It was weird, but you know, it turned out, Santa Monica, a little hangar, and it was, you know, it worked out okay. I'd like to say that <laughs> Lenny was like the consigliere of like this whole thing. We're, we're all a part of a mob. And <laughs> and he just sort of negotiated like the terms and the conditions of how this was going to go down. Yeah, I, walked, I got a guy. I got a guy. I was like when Michael Corleone goes to, you know, Vegas. Like, you don't, Mo Green, you don't buy me out, I buy you out. Like, and then he gets shot in the eye. So, you know, once in a while you got to shoot somebody in the eye. That's all. All right, uh, let's move on. All right, so let's talk about our roles on the show. We kind of mentioned it a little bit. Um, uh, I was the co-executive producer of this show somehow. Woo! Had to help yeah. write the scripts yeah. with a guy named Ed Thomas. Do you have a card now that says executive no, producer on it, like a business no, card? No, I don't. <laughs> Can you get one? Do you wear a crown? You got to get one. I, I got to get one of those, co-executive uh-huh. producer. Oh, shit. Well, the, um, the logo's so good. You put that logo on there, ABC. <laughs> <laughs> ABC or the supermarket sweep logo. Well, I would have one for ABC supermarket Fremantle Leslie. Like have four <laughs> Just a different bunch of, uh, yeah. logos. Um, you know, in the '90s there was the host and the three sets of teams. That's it. You know, and then England started adding characters. You know, they had a, a guy, the candy guy, whatever. We also talked about Neil was going to be a um, at one point the deli guy. Neil was going to play everything. He was going to be a deli guy. <laughs> And then when they would go to get this is another thing that I, they did. They they actually took my idea. They they, they he was going to be a deli guy. And when they go to make the sandwich, he stalls too much, and then he gives him the sandwich. 
in the old show in the 90s, you made your own sandwich. But I was like, oh, let him run up to the deli guy. And if he gives him a sandwich, yeah, they'll get the 300. The, but it kills time. In the old show, it was so like so low. There was a table with some bread. Yeah. And they just threw some sandwich. The, it was really like low. Like, yeah. It looked like they put it together like a minute before the show. Yeah. It's also like, a very <laughs> small supermarket. I mean, this was a massive supermarket. Yeah. And to be honest with you, I'm surprised they didn't bring back deli guy. But they did kind of make barista yeah. girl. Yeah. And yeah. Bethel's was Bethel the barista and also a checkout person and they finally at midway through this shoot they yeah. made you like somebody would come up and ask for coffee and they you'd have to stall for seven seconds and give them the coffee as one of the contestants said i'm a barista that needs to be retrained <laughs> <laughs> but they must know they must tell them that it's gonna be you might waste seven seconds they must but like the first contestant that came up to me <laughs> she I, we wear name tags in the show and we use our real names so mine says bethel which is a weird name she must have just glanced at my name tag and she goes ethel Ethel, I need my coffee. Like she was freaking out when I was stalling. So I don't know if she heard the rules. <laughs> oh my God. So yeah, they added characters. And so Neil plays a security guard. They have him in England, but when they cut to him, he just stands there, right? Yeah, the, yeah. the guy makes fun he of him. He does some things, but I've only seen him. But he's sitting fairly close by and they just do a cut to of his face, you know? And, um, and then the, they have a candy guy who explains how to get, you know how much candy you need exactly a pound and i don't know if he stalls i don't remember so they added some characters so we had not only added characters but we went up to them and gave you lines and like little bits to do um so that was that was kind of the the updated version of this which you'll see but they were telling me that we shot if there's at the way we shot it there was a lot different than when we got into the actual practice i learned a lot about like i really needed to see the blueprint of the store because bethel's barista station it was about 300 feet away and i thought it was going to be about 10 feet away and it was also in a hangar key west so you can't hear anything <laughs> you can't hear anything so she's not going to scream across the room i thought bethel was going to be very close by and dc was going to be very close by and neil was going to be very close by and it turned in no neil has to walk in bethel has to walk into a shot and then dc is like just we had to place him in a randomly weird location which i never thought that was going to happen and the cashier stations were too far away to keep them there to throw to that. So we were really going to have to cut to a thing, to cut to a bit or figure out a new way to do it. So anyway, it turned out you guys got more lines because we had to write over and over again. But they're not going to probably put them in every one. So but we did shoot you guys doing every half hour. You guys, all three of you had a line and then they'll probably pepper in like one or two of you a show. I think that's the the, the master plan. But we had to write all the jokes. So 20 DC jokes, 20 Neil jokes, 20 Bethel jokes, 20 Neil in a booth jokes, 20 hit the button jokes, you know. So it's um, it's uh, it was it was on the it was fly. Camp. Yeah, it, it was, was it was camp. it happened pretty quickly that we had to make these yeah. decisions. And there was one there was a point where after the first show and I realized that um, this is not the way it's supposed to go. And they were <laughs> <laughs> that I had to rewrite it with the writers. I had to, you know, like, and it was me screaming at them, like, you are not going to give this comedy a chance, are you? Like, and I'm like, you need to, you need to work with us to give it a chance to the point where Leslie was like, Leslie left the room. She's like, he's screaming, I'm leaving, which I didn't really want to, you know, like they, you know, they were ready to pull the plug on all of it, you know? And I was like, absolutely not. You're not, I'm not, no, I didn't spend eight months 
for you to screw this up. And this is where we all say thank you. You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah. But they like, you know, um, we were all in the trailer drinking beer at that point. We were like, this is amazing. <laughs> we're going home. Ants. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. With the ants. Yeah. Yeah. And then we added, then of course the third, third checkout person is this guy, Rich Brooks, who we, they had pulled the plug on the third person because of COVID. And then, uh, Leslie realized that she had a friend named Rich Brooks who she wanted in the show somehow. And I'm like, I don't know how to make that work. There's this really no is. This really is like the beginnings of Ocean's Eleven. Kind of. This is yeah. our Ocean's Eleven. It's the origin story. Yeah. <laughs> and Apocalypse Now. And then, Apocalypse Now. And so they didn't want to pay for another person. And he just happened to be moving to L.A. So he moved. I don't think they still don't believe me. They still don't believe he <laughs> actually moved to L.A. Like he was. He just drove to L.A. and <laughs> he did. consider himself no, a local. No, because he was like the total actor because he showed up like the first day and his car is like loaded up. <laughs> <laughs> he, he actually told us the story, Lenny, of how like he did that trip, cross-country trip from New York um, in like, I don't know, what was it, guys? Like four days and he slept, yeah. his, slept in his car at night. Like he made it happen. Yeah. Like, he also told me some yeah. crazy story about driving. A, he's hits like after Vegas, it's just desert. So he's got like four hours to get there and he's... He's watching television. Yeah, that was the most alarming. Like, yes. the alarming most alarming thing is he's like he binge watched the whole show driving across the country. Yeah, <laughs> that's <laughs> there's nobody. Like, on, wait, what? he binge watched Game of Thrones driving across the country. He doesn't remember anything. That's yeah, what he said. let me rewind that part. Yeah. He's he's yeah he's driving and watching television. Like what? Well, I, please, I, I'm gonna pretend I did not hear that. You know, like what are you crazy. doing? Yeah, he's a little out there. Um, but we gave you all a character. Neil's the the dumb security guard. DC is the suave, older, grosser, silver fox, silver fox grosser, and Beth is a little bit. Of, to, well, DC is soon to be the next Dosecki's guy. Oh, maybe yeah, <laughs> most interesting man in the world. And yeah. Bethel is just the, sort of like a Daffy Duck who runs around the show, runs around the supermarket <laughs> and does catch all barista. That's what work. I was going for, Daffy, Daffy Duck. Duck. Yeah, and so and then the whole thing is uh, wrapped around. COVID, which I'll lead into in a minute, but we get to this this set, and from the second I walked into LA, the next day I got tested. Two days later, I got tested. Two days later, I got tested. You guys came, got tested. Everybody got tested just to make sure everybody was passing. It's you know, if you don't pass, you you're done for ten days. That was the that was the second the, yes. that was the B storyline. COVID. <laughs> yeah. It is a crazy Absolutely. B storyline. We'll get to that in the next section. But were you happy with your parts when you finally um, got them? I, Do you I, know? I what? I was. I couldn't believe that. I couldn't believe that uh, that anybody wanted me to be in the show. <laughs> and and I yeah. thought that when we were when I was pitching you stuff, like I I, I thought I was going to be like a sample girl. You know, like you talk about Neil right. the Deli guy. Well, we had it. We had the table out there for the samples, yeah. but again. Even though the sample table was, I don't know, 20 feet away yeah. because of the hangar yeah. and because of their behind, you're now the way they positioned it behind the contestants, they would have to turn around. So it would have to yeah. be, it just got too weird. And then Leslie no. was like, no, I want her next to me. Yeah, so, no, which I, you know, hey, who doesn't want to be doing a scene next to Leslie Jones? But like I, but, but I thought that I would just be this little sample girl in the back of the the thing. And every now and then like a customer would come by and I, I, you know, throw some food at them or something. So yeah, I was. Next super thing you know, happy. you're doing bits, crazy bits. Yeah. yeah, yeah. DC. Yeah, you know, my moment when I when it became real was like uh, 
I get there, I they lost my initial COVID test, so I had to do it again, and <laughs> I didn't know getting off the plane if I was going to be positive and have to fly right back. Uh, so I, I get another COVID test, and right after I get the, the swab out of my nostril, and I'm sneezing all over, and everybody thinks I got it, uh, Leslie walks up, and she's like, you, you're going to pop your collar? And you're going to be Manny from Scarface, right? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> now I got a direction. She's like, I want his collar popped. And wardrobe came around with like duct tape to put the collar up so it would stay up, you know? And, and she goes, you're going to be like Manny from Scarface. So I'm like, okay, great. Because I had no idea what this thing was, you know, it was like kind of a guy who works in a supermarket who thinks he's the most interesting man in the world. He has little innuendos and in what he says potentially, but not. But when she said that, I'm like, okay, we're off and running. That's something I can focus on. That's going to be, that's going to be fun, you know? And yeah. then it kind of became a, a version of that. You yeah, know? We, we kind of gave you this backstory of interest, most interesting man in the world. But, you know, back in the day, he was the guy. We don't know what went wrong. We, I had this discussion with the producers. We don't know what went wrong while he's the he grosser at the, you know, the, a checkout. Why this good-looking dude is a checkout guy seemingly normal. I think he got out of jail like five years before Maybe. this. So we definitely made it like this guy's got an interesting background. We don't know what it is. Maybe a little shady. We don't know. He's had a lot of women. We don't know. It's like we don't know. International man of mystery, but he we was knew. Flying a, he was flying a, a small plane for Pablo Escobar in the 80s and the 90s. But the idea was... <laughs> like you were gonna like you know just look in the camera give it that wink and a nod like hey ladies so this is for the ladies at home you know the, the yeah i want my goal for this character is for you to get emails and you know instagrams and twit tweets like that dc benny you know like you know i, I want to see him in a grocery store you know that was this is you can the, check me out anytime. The eye candy for the demographic yeah, of the show. He's looking for a divorce for DC. <laughs> yeah. So and I and the producers once they saw it, they were like, "Okay, I see it now." And I was like, "Yes." Well, DC really. It's funny because you say that. It's like it all goes back to that very first Zoom call where you're on the oh, couch yeah. in your house, and then like the windows in the back. It kind of looks like you're in Miami. Your shirt's unbuttoned. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it establishes you there. And it's like, it's funny how that doesn't ever leave anybody's head. Right. Like the, those they, first moments. They got it. Yeah. They got it. I think that happened for all of us, though, because like yeah. literally I, I wore glasses so I could see the Zoom <laughs> because it's COVID and I didn't have any new contacts. So I wore these big oversized glasses and I had my hair in a knot in the top of my head. And then that like, became the it. character. Yeah, that's it. They're like, yeah, we like that. Yeah, do that. Those glasses, glasses were like the... Those glasses were like to her character with Judah Friedlander's hat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, that was just an essential part of it. It was great. DC last you know? night. Last night we spent eight hours making different kinds of glasses, ready to sell them. Got <laughs> <laughs> those glasses. And what about yours, Neil? What about your well, character? My, my character it changed so much over the couple I'm of years. I'm the same as DC. I got the same story as DC. I wasn't. I mean, I know what I, I know. I'm the security guard, so I'm coming in, and then, and then Leslie's just like dumber. Much dumber. And I, was like, I like, man, if there's something I can do in life, I can be super dumb. It's, it's, it's like, it's great. so easy. I'm like, you want dumber? I got it. And then it, and then it's just like that smile. And once I click that smile in, they're like, and then I'm, just, like, I'm just dumb. And then I was like, dumb looking. What can and, then you I, and then it was super fun. Cause at first I was kind of half of that. And then Leslie hit me with the, 
And I think you told me she wants you super much more dumb. Dumber. Like, yeah. You're not dumb. Clueless. She, yeah. the word. she has great instincts. And, a, and, and like on the Zoom, we had written it one way, you know, and, and then it's, it's everything's in close up. That's all you see is your head on the Zoom. So it's written a certain way. And then when you get out there, you know, I guess if there was a casting call, we would have to play with that. But, you know, since everything is an up close thing, um, it just needed to change because you're not in super close up anymore. And then it's like you feel it when you get out there. And this happens all the time with characters. But what also yeah. has to be we're Dumb. doing it also dawned on us all. I think we all we're all together and we realize we're doing a super fun show. Yeah. On Sunday night. And yeah. it, it needs to it, it needs to be super fun. Yeah. And so just, that 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 was a big factor, yeah. too. Like we all have we were all having so much fun in the back and then when we it would transfer to the stage how much fun we were all well having. game shows are notoriously cheesy and the first you know there's the, the, the cheese factor is high you can watch anything on abc i watched it all last night and it's like it's crazy that just this cheesy lines that they throw in it's just the cheese is over the top but the one thing leslie will not do is cheesy right she doesn't care if you guys are cheesy but she doesn't right. want to do those super quips so the original script, we took all that stuff out. Anything I felt bad for the writer, poor Ed, but we took it all out and then we stripped it down to nothing. And then I started putting you guys back in. So that's and that's uh, that's basically how we did it. And so we just very yes. small joke for Neil every episode. Then then DC a small joke, and it just sort of built back up that way. And then when we got it on its feet and realized what we can and do can and cannot do directorially. Then it's like, okay, well, let's just enhance those parts. So that's how it happened. It went from cheesy, crazy big to nothing and back to like just peppering you guys in. And that's how they do it. And that's our roles on the show. Let's do it. Boom. All right, let's do the third one. I want to talk about the accommodations because this was crazy. First of all, I flew in on a private jet. Never did that before. You get off at the airport, Burbank Airport, you land. And then as I step down off the plane, the car is right there, right? <laughs> These guys just pull the luggage off, put it in the trunk, and then I'm on my way to the hotel. It, I, uh, wow. Speechless. It's like you can just bypass everything if you have enough money and it's if it's scary that that world's out there right like yeah that we're all, we've all been slumming in this other world totally that that yeah. world's there it's frightening i thought first class would have been like you know just is the greatest thing i've ever done it's a different world the flights go way faster if you're in first class way faster it's like a five-hour flight yeah. goes in like an hour because after the food and the movie and the thing and the, i can I, lay yeah. down and just i i almost don't want to get off the plane in first class but this is like another level of ridiculous like you guys ready okay you, you need to go to the bathroom no no you want some cookies okay you know like and then you would just walk up and the guy yeah. like, turns it on like a car like okay i go do you have to like call i asked the pilot do you have to like call um faa and tell them i'll be taking off now or yeah. and they're like yeah <laughs> you know it's very Maybe. vague like yeah. you just stay you yeah. can fly and have a radar and stay out of people's way and and Gosh. get there it's just it's just, it's a whole different world. So, but wow. the accommodations were at the Sunset Tower. It's a legendary hotel, and uh, famous people stay there. It's on the TV. It runs oh, this video runs over and over and over again. Oh my God! John Wayne milked his John Wayne cow. Had a cow, yeah. cow, had a cow on the roof. <laughs> that was riveting information. And it was crazy. <laughs> Frank Sinatra proposed to so one of his wives. Eva hanging Gardner, off, Eva Gardner hanging off the balcony. Kept like working her. You Bugsy want to get married? Siegel ran numbers. That, that was our room. Bugsy that was Siegel Bugsy ran Siegel. numbers. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I made up in my head. All right. So we're quarantined at this hotel, basically. Um, I see DC. I won't even go near him the first day. The door, <laughs> yeah, right. 
the elevator opens up DC, right? And I'm like, oh, hey, you made it. He's like, yeah, I made it. So I'm like, okay, great, you know? And then, all right, well, yeah, I'll go back we- to the hotel until we get that <laughs> test results, right? Hold on. Yeah. So then so he goes, all right, I'll see you later. He's got bottles of wine with him. He's going to have a good time in his hotel room. Doors closed, right? Three seconds later, I hit the button again. Doors open back up. Same elevator. DC's still there. Doesn't realize that you got to use the card to make the elevator work. <laughs> oh my god <laughs> I was like, welcome back you know we, we didn't learn anything because dc and i found ourselves in the same situation the last night we were there oh, yeah. <laughs> same thing we couldn't get the elevator to stop them oh, right man. Sushi. Uh, we had to, we're juggling juggling sushi someone's got we got a card we're trying not to you know lick the wall by accident <laughs> and then you know <laughs> it's like it's so hard oh, to yeah. navigate it you're right. Yeah. DC, we were told to stay away from you on the first day, by the way. <laughs> I could tell. All the text went out. Tell. Don't talk to DC. He hasn't yeah. been clear. <laughs> so <laughs> Leslie has this thing with hotel rooms, right? And uh, she, her room is like, did you ever go? Did you get up getting to go see it? No. He's, she's got a duplex apartment. There's a duplex in there. And I mean, I don't know wow. who famously stayed in that one because, I mean, Sinatra was hanging off a balcony. So he didn't stay in that one. It's right off the main drag, that right off the lobby. That might have been the John Wayne one, so he could have his cow outside. No, John Wayne no. was down John in the John Wayne spa. was the pool. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. yeah, never mind. So I mean, it was this huge. I mean, it's this huge duplex apartment with a huge staircase going up to the second floor. Un- unbelievable. Could she right? see the pool? Uh, the other side. She looked out the front window, okay. basically oh. out the front. Oh, right, but there's right. a huge. You couldn't even see the balcony from the front. But she's uh, she's there. Um, my room, room 1010 was amazing. I had this great view of the sunset strip. I'm looking right. I open up. There's a huge billboard of, uh, Emma stone, right? Gorgeous. I'm like, this is it. I could see down the sunset. I'm Chateau Marmont. So Chateau Marmont looking at him. I love this hotel room. I got a, I got a huge, um, I have a, I have a, but I'm going to need you for the story, Neil. So pee quick. So I, 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 Neil can't hold it. I can't hold it. Mr. It's exciting. It gets yeah, exciting. Yeah, he gets excited. But I got this huge, uh, anti, whatever you call it. It's like suite room, right? Which I had everything set up in. I unpack. I'm, I was in there for two days. Unfortunately for two days, two things are driving me nuts, right? I can't get the guide on the TV to come up. So once I pick a channel, I'm just going up and down. I don't know what channels are what, right? So, but I'm like, all right, I can deal with that. But then the water, I have no cold water. So the cold would go on on the sink. I'd put my hands in it, and then one second later, it's scalding. So for, for a day, I cannot, two days, I cannot figure out which one's the cold water. I'm like, maybe it's backwards. Maybe the one on the left is the cold water, and the one on the right is the hot water. Nope, can't get it to work. To the point where I'm in the shower, I'm getting scalded in the shower. Eventually, I just have to wait till they run out of hot water in that shower so it gets a little bit into the warm section. But I can't do this anymore after like two days. So I go downstairs and I ask them to fix it. In COVID, I don't want anybody in. I'm not having anybody in the, in the, the room. Finally, I can't take it. I go down there. Can somebody from maintenance come up? Will they be protected and come in and try and fix this? Yeah. Guy comes up. He jiggles the toilet. While turning on the waters. I watched him. He's jiggling the toilet, turning on the water. He's just doing some weird jiggling. That was his solution. Didn't take out a didn't take out a screwdriver, nothing. I don't know what he's doing. And finally he's like, Oh, it's fixed. Okay. I go in there to wash my hands. Oh, look, the cold water's on for three seconds. 
great cold water. And then it goes right back to scalding hot water. I can't take this anymore. I go down. Another day goes by. I go down. So I'm four days into this. You guys aren't even here yet. I go down to the lobby and I'm like, um, I, you got some, he didn't fix it. He's like, I'm sorry, sir. You'll have to switch rooms. They only are 20% full because of COVID. It's like, we have a ton of other rooms you want to, I'm like, but I like that view. I'm looking right at Emma Stone. I, I, I have this great big room. It's, it's gorgeous. She's like, well, um, I go, how about nine, 10, you know, like the same line. And she's like, well, the same problem's going to happen all over the, the 10 line. I'm like, all right. She's like, how about this one? 809. So I go down there and I look and it's not, I mean, it was different. It's nice, but it's not the same view. Not quite. It's not the, it's nice, but it's, it's cozy. It's nice and cozy. And I'm like, what do I care? I don't, if Leslie found out about this, she'd murder everybody, but okay, fine. I take all my, I pack all the stuff up. It takes me like three hours because everything is exactly where I want it. I'm moving stuff up and down, up and down the elevators. I can't, I'm wearing the mask. So I'm like, I'm huffing and puffing <laughs> up and down the elevator. And then I got to do one key. You think you guys had problems with that stupid key on the last day? Imagine having two keys and only one can take you to elevator, take away to eight and one will take you to 10. It's so freaking annoying. Oh, yeah. Right? So then, of course, everything's fine. You guys check in. Neil and Bethel check in. Hey, what room are you in? 10, 10. They gave the room with the problem. <laughs> so basically they thought I was some whiny bitch from New York. I was so fucking pissed. Oh, like, oh yeah? You, we'll see how long Neil lasts in that, okay? And wait, what? how long they last? The whole fucking trip because Neil knew the room was so great he wouldn't give it up. Go ahead. Yeah, no, I was just like, fuck, I don't give a shit. Let, let it's the worth the scalding. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I mean, it, there was times it was annoying, but nothing I couldn't get through. I we, we walked into that room and we both looked at each other and we said, I don't think we have the right room. <laughs> I don't, I, don't, I nice. think they gave this room to the wrong person. It's too big. And, and then nice. we proceeded to yeah, wash well, our face with Dasani water every <laughs> night. Yeah, I was like, wait a second. We must really be stars uh, to get this room. <laughs> it, was, it was an executive producer room. Yeah, and gave it to a security guard. That's all I'm saying. DC, but you had the bathtub. I never came down and saw your room. Oh, I, yeah, well, DC I gets a I, bathtub. What the fuck? <laughs> what oh. the fuck? Are you kidding me? I got the worst that, room of us. Oh, that bathtub was... I didn't want anybody in my room because it was a mess. I camped out in there. <laughs> it looked like a campsite. You know, there was just <laughs> stuff, snacks from everywhere. And it just, you know, uh, it, it was just uninhabitable to anybody. So, but that, it had this huge bathtub. And I'm I'm 6'4". I can never fit in a bathtub. I always got to do half and then the other half. You know, this thing, you know, so I got to stick my legs out and submerge and then the other half, you know, this thing was, I could open the window. I had a view of just outside and the window was, what was nice about this hotel is the windows actually open. Like if you wanted to commit suicide, you know, because stuff wasn't, you could jump out the window, you know, when you go to these, (laughs) these board, you know, like when I do like a casino or the Borgata or whatever, windows always sealed shut because somebody lost their money. They don't want to pay that. They don't want them jumping out the window, but this, this there, you could jump, you know? So if it really went, if it it was all going, you know, you got the option, you got the warm bath and the razor blade, you got the window. It's great. And, uh, but the, Oh my God, that bathtub was phenomenal, man! It was my favorite thing, and they gave me little bath salts. So I'm, I mean, I'm like 80 years old with this bath salts <laughs> in the bathtub, you know. After these long days, you know, just soaking it up, and it was it was fantastic, man. That room, that hotel, I had it, it was great, man. It was such a nice, like, little safe place to go to after th- these were long days we were working, yeah. you know, really long days. I would get up early in the morning and swim in the pool where nobody was. And then have a 
have a, uh, you know, a bath at the end of the day after our, uh, you know, our, our dinners that we had, our he legendary. Is the most interesting man <laughs> in the world. He's, he's bathing, he's swimming. He took full advantage no, of it. The Sunset Tower, the hotel was it's a really, great really hotel. nice. Yeah, you should look it up if you've never uh, seen the history of this. It's a crazy history. It, it's nice, but it's not as nice as when it's in full swing. I mean, there's a great restaurant downstairs we couldn't eat oh, yeah. at. You know, there's. Um, I mean, we were bringing our water <laughs> bottles to shower with, but yeah. that was fine. I was like, Bethel, can you come pour the water bottle over my head? The yeah, it's was too. Friend. It's too yeah. hot. But we had our. You know, when we could grab food, we all got back at like nine, nine thirty. We could, we were eating way too late, as far as I'm concerned. But yeah, we did grab food before L.A. closed down, and we Neil's room was the four corners of. Uh, Social distancing, yeah. dinner time. We should have time. recorded those. Those are some epic conversations. Those oh, those fun. were great. Uh, we probably those shouldn't have great. recorded them. But anyway, yeah, we couldn't have. Yeah. <laughs> we everybody right. in the whole business. <laughs> but good tacos, good Italian, good burger. I mean, the food in L.A. is pretty good. I have to hand it to yeah. them. You know, there's varied. There's good places to eat. We had a lot of, in that area. It was pretty good. Uh, we had a lot of lot to pick from. And I could walk down to a supermarket. So I had all my breakfast stuff in there. Since yeah. and I had them give me a bowl and a spoon and had cereal and I got milk and fruit, so breakfast was taken care of for me. And um, can we mention was it Pinchos Taco? Oh, Pinchos Tacos, Pinchos. Oh. great on Sunset. Let's oh get my sponsorship god, sponsorship from Pinchos, Pinchos Tacos. Oh, yeah. yeah, and that's funny that you say that because I talked to Leslie after we got back and she goes, "I went down and got the Pinchos Tacos." She <sighs> goes, "I had to wait for like thirty minutes." She goes, "I didn't care. I ate them in like twenty so seconds. Good. So good. Yeah. So she was." Thrilled, yeah, finally got her carnitas at Pinchos yeah. Tacos. That you place know, is legendary. Sunset Tower, I, I would, I would like. You know, usually they give you cookies on the pillow, warm cookies. They'll like turn down service, like all that. To, I was like, wow, but none of that happened. There was no maid service. Only you have to, you had to beg for it. Basically, I had yeah. a couple problems <laughs> with that. You know, but I did, I did have my big Hollywood moment at the Sunset Tower, which Neil really appreciates when I do stuff like this because we did at the Chateau Marmont the one time I've ever stayed there and it wasn't on my dime. It's never on my dime because I would never pay to stay in these places. Who knows what the cost uh, for us to stay in there for two weeks. But um, I did take my meetings at the pool. I interviewed two new assistants at the pool and then Bethel and I had a meeting at the pool and it was like, this nice. is crazy. Yeah, like I'm, I'm a on Hollywood. Meeting. I yeah. took a pool meeting with Netflix. In my imagination, <laughs> I was down there talking to myself. I took a pool meeting with the the pool guy who was bringing the towels. That yeah, was that, about it. You know? I counted that. I'm interviewing assistants. I'm interviewing no. I'm Bethlehem. I've got my laptop out. You know, breezy, oh, the, easy breezy. You know, like sorry. all right. And then I go, can I just sit at the pool? Like, figure. And then the assistant is bringing back the people I have to interview to the pool. I'm like. This is ridiculous. Lenny was the dude. Wow, this is ridiculous. Like, it's so the ridiculous. The big macher. <laughs> yeah, the big macher at the pool. That's right. Um, but yeah, good times. Um, favorite, did you have a favorite meal that we had other than the tacos? I re- I think the taco was the hit of the thing. That was the hit. Yeah, I think tacos, I mean, tacos is great. I definitely had my worst meal was that saddle ranch across the street oh, oh yeah, yeah. The saddle ranch on sunset that never, not getting that, a recommendation. I barely recovered from that experience too many people oh, there yeah. too many young people with money floating in there with you know lamborghinis and stuff like that the food is very bar foodie we ate it way too late it took way too long to get it 
No, and then the TikTok. And I, the and TikTok, I paid for it in the morning. The TikTok, so the, TikTok crowd was there, and it's it's super cool on TikTok to wear your mask like half over your mouth. And not <laughs> over That's what they show you in the TikTok house. That's, yeah. how, you, that's how you do it <laughs> in the houses. <laughs> TikTok houses. Oh, yeah, that one, Saddle Ranch, not good. But, you know, shout out to Mendocino Farms because I love their sandwich. Um, I missed that one. And the food on the shoot was surprisingly good as well. Mm-hmm. Food was really good on the shoot. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and there was such a variety. It's like shrimp and then brisket and, and, then, and then Mexican and then Mediterranean. It was a Mediterranean night. I mean, it was I, – I, I love the food on the shoot. Yeah, they were asking. I mean, I'm like, yeah. Know? I mean, I actually ate food on a shoot. You know, usually if there's a yeah. craft services and they're serving lunch, that's not their thing. Yeah, they're, it was really good. But, yeah, this was really, really – I mean, it couldn't have been better from – all those point of views. All right, let's move on to the final one. The final corner I want to talk about is just miscellaneous stuff um, that came up, and we'll all talk about it. First of all, out of nowhere, Leslie's not coming back to New York, right? She has a, she <laughs> bought a condo here, and then as like we land, they tell me, or on, on the plane, they go, oh, yeah, I'm not coming back. Like, what? She's, she's going to buy a house yeah. while we're out there. Who buys a house in the wow. middle of a pandemic slash shoot? I don't know. But next thing you know, I, you know I'm, I'm looking at houses. I'm looking at houses in Laurel Canyon. And um, gorgeous. We saw one that, I mean, it was actually gorgeous. But she couldn't get it because I don't think she had her, you know, had all the, her ducks in a row. You can't just buy a house. You got to get pre-approval from the banks yeah. or whatever, unless you're going to come in with a briefcase full of cash. I didn't know if that was happening. So... I don't know. Whatever. DC's happened. got the movie cash. Yeah. D- yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> My apron. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fake cash you had for a prop. Um, so that was pretty amazing. So now I don't know how this is going to work now for me. We we already zoomed twice, and um, but you know there's nothing really going on production wise. So I don't know how my life is going to change working out right now. Niels loves the word by coastal. No, I, I mean, you want to get a house in the Hollywood Hills always or in that area. It's, you can't lose. Those houses are amazing. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I think there's a... Laurel Canyon was pretty nice, I have to admit. Well, Laurel Canyon's when, nice. When I lived in L.A., there was always like a a thing. Like, the lower you live, the worse you were, the worse your career was. I mean, obviously, there's exceptions like Hancock Park. But as you go up that hill, yeah, like the higher better. up you go, and then you come down, you're super rich, super successful, and you come down like feed. Yeah, amongst the regular people, and then you go back up to the well, this is the nicest house. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. This might be the, like a pecking order. The higher you can get up, up the hill, the better you're going. This the is the nicest house I've ever seen. And then the lady goes, "You see that across the canyon, the one higher up on the canyon? Like that's Pharrell's house. You know, the guy who wrote Happy." Oh wow! So it's like, oh okay, you know, yeah, they could wave to each other. Yeah, you could wave to each other. <laughs> I'm around successful. The How about you? Uh, it's it was great. The, like the bedroom opened out into the pool. Uh. You know, like it's. I could have just lived at the Sunset Tower for a long time. A long time? You'd, you'd pull the Sinatra? Yeah, I could just do that. That would be cool. Um, well, but the, the, the story, I still feel like, of that the trip, the COVID part, still dominates. Even when she's going yeah. out to look at a house, it's still... Yeah, we had to... It's just dominated. I don't, I've <laughs> ne- to be honest with you, I don't know what anybody on the shoot looked like. I had to look them up when I got home to see, like, oh... The director's face looks like this because I can only see everybody's eyes. I know. You know, yeah. I knew what Alicia and, you know, the producers look, the executive producers look like. And we met them on Zoom, Zoom. a couple times. But I mean, 
That's like Callan, um, who was our, who was yeah. so lovely to us and uh, um, stage manager, stage manager, and she's a beautiful lady. But she, we, I asked her what her Instagram was, so we swapped information, and, and I started looking at her pictures, and I was like, "Who the hell is that?" Yeah, you can't she's recognize anybody from those down. She's gorgeous, like, yeah. unbelievable. Yeah, it's so ridiculous. Yeah, the, it's like the, Sharia law the whole time with these with the masks, <laughs> you know. I mean. <laughs> It really was, and I, I had to, like the assistant director, Dara, I, I had no, if I, she walked up to me right now with no mask, I would, uh, I'm you sorry, would I don't know you. Yeah. <laughs> it's and everyone's bizarre. pretty good. Steve, who helped us out so much, you know, shout out to Steve. Oh, shout out to Steve Phillips, the props guy that yeah, we were working with. Back he was, yeah. something he was just, just on fire, but he, he double masked it. He double masked uh, it. He had a, he, yeah, I mean, I mean, if I had to walk on the floor and talk to Leslie, they wanted me in a shield, so I had a shield and a mask. They wanted nobody near her because she did not have a mask. So well, makeup had to get in there or hair had to get in there. Total protection. But we were talking about this. We, we were talking about this with Bethel's mom yesterday. When we woke up in the morning, let's say we woke up at 7 a.m. or whatever. Uh, so the time you leave your hotel room, we kept our mask on. The whole time. My ears are killing me. Day. Are your ears My hurt? Ear, the yeah. back of your ears are killing me. Yeah, oh, yeah. We yeah. never took off. Right, DC? We never took off our mask. Never took it off. I had this indentation that just came out of my ear. Finally, <laughs> we had that, you know, it was like a little groove in there. It uh, hurts. But, it hurts. Oh, like yeah. sometimes, man, I got, I'm gonna have to put some salve on there or something like that. Yeah. But you're talking really from hurts. eight. You're talking really from seven thirty in the morning till about ten nine yeah. nine thirty ten at night. You had a mask yeah. on almost the entire day. Brutal. And I yeah. couldn't hear anybody with the shield on. So oh. like, I'm trying to talk to people in their ear, yeah. and like. It was real. It's it was difficult, and then challenging. Yeah, and the airplane hangar did not. Well, help. How, how did you feel? Because you never took your mask off on no, the set. No. How did Bethel? How did you feel in DC? How did you feel when you actually did the scene, and you had to take terrified. it? Terrified. It was terrifying. <laughs> the first time. It never got. It got a little less terrifying after a while. But the first day, I remember, and it was like simultaneous with me forgetting my line that I helped write. You know. Uh, <laughs> But it was just like we were sitting there all exposed and and all I could think of was droplets and droplets in the droplet <laughs> cafe that we went to. And, and, you know, it was it was it was scary because there were there were a lot of people in there. Yeah. And, it, and, and, you know, and, and it, I just stopped watching the news. I asked my wife not to tell me any more information about what she was hearing out there and whatever. It just I just tried to focus on. You know, and then someone would come up and adjust your apron or, or your collar or do your makeup. And it's like, ah. And, and then they'd be like, mask on now, mask on. Whew, I whipped that thing out of the pocket and put that back on. Yeah, the COVID right police the were everywhere. The first week, the COVID police got me like five times. Yeah, they yeah. they were making us social you distance. Feel, Bethel? Um, I feel like DC, like I felt like I take the mask off and I felt incredibly vulnerable. Like, yeah. like, like, like what you said, DC, like it, it was bad enough. Like you got this line rattling around in your head and you got one shot to do it. But as soon as I took the mask off, I felt naked and I was like, Oh, I'm naked and don't know my line. Like, and, and I may die at the same time. And, and there was, uh, you know, the other thing was during the time when the mask would come off the prime, no mask time, it was generally when the contestants were out of breath, yes. sweating, yes. and right up next to us. Yes, with and their oftentimes, cards after, you know, 
It's true. <laughs> Oftentimes they would like, like they, uh, I had two contestants that just happened to be in my aisle both times that had had, had little accidents in the aisle and they were bleeding. So they're bleeding yes. at my register. <laughs> oh, I mean, I mean, it, oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So explain DC. I'll let you tell it because you're the best storyteller. Like you guys oh, made fun of me because they would do the COVID test and then I would find out the results. And you guys, for some reason, even though we're in quarantine, but these people would get around you and you you had to do a couple scenes with no mask. You guys are all living what I don't realize in this paranoia <laughs> that you're going to get it because you took your mask off for like 20 seconds. So um, then so then I come up and would tell you, you know, you guys passed the test, but <laughs> you didn't like the way I told you. No, we didn't like it because it was at the last minute. It'd be like 1130 at night or we took the test two days ago. You know, we're like, if it comes in negative, we're out. That's the thing. Anytime it comes in, we could be there all week. It comes in negative, we're out. So <laughs> so the, 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 you guys know that it's building. It's building. It's like, well, what about that result, Lenny? You know, what about that CG didn't mail us? Yeah. We didn't get any any kind of result. Uh, we'll see. It's, it's, you guys are going to be fine. You know, and then, uh, you know, oh, by the way, it was always, oh, by the way, little something <laughs> might interest you. You guys are fine. You guys are fine. But get ready for your next test tomorrow. <laughs> you know, it's like. Well, I mean, I, I don't know how else I, I mean, they would, they would tell me immediately and I was really not scared since we were doing this crazy bubble thing, you know, just back and forth. I'm like, unless you guys were sneaking out, unless that pool water was full of COVID and you were swimming, you know, I would rather just, I re, like we were talking about at the end, I would rather line up the cast and crew at like six o'clock every day and just be like the COVID announcements. It'd be like, yeah. John, Carol, Bobby. <laughs> Out. You must leave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then like a little, and then like a group of like you know d- dark dress like guys in like a black outfit just come on and just like fucking and zombies just take you out and it's like and then yeah. the next day it'd be like Neil DC yeah. or they could do like American Idol where the first row step forward, yeah. second row step yeah. back, first row you all have COVID. <laughs> Stay away from the second row. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> no, it was it was scary. I knew you guys were scared when the first you, Bethel blew the first line, and I'm oh. like, oh my god, no! Like, so that made me crazy because this was the money in the bank. This is like, watch this, right? And every, ABC, Fremantle, we cannot wait. And I'm like, uh, they turn around and look at me like, what? To Bethel's credit, though, you you did freeze her out. Is like, she walked out there, she's about to go, and then all of a sudden, it's like. Uh, hold on the set. Let's get the contestants back out. And then it's like, hold again. And Vettel's out there. I can see her like she's out there. And out uh, there well, out you there. don't want to think about it. I <laughs> yeah, mean, yeah, yeah, it's tough. That's how it's show business works. They hold. They they pause. You never know when you're going to actually say that line. You know? Yeah, that's um, well, and- plus, we had one shot at getting it. That was the other thing. It's, it, a lot of times on a shoot, you'll, you know, you've got one, two, three shots, you know, until you get it right. This thing. There was one shot to get the line and then move on. We had to prove ourselves that yeah, our work. Because they, you know? they didn't take you guys as serious as they took the game show, which they shouldn't. You know, it's like, you yeah. know, it's all about Leslie. It's all about the game show. So it's like if they don't get this one, they, they'll they use something from another show. And I was like, wait a minute, wait a minute. Yeah, my first couple ones, were <laughs> my bar was super low. I just came off the bet. I'm like, did I say the words in this order? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was like, did I say? They're, they're nervous. So I went back and I told them, look, they're nervous. This is a different, they've, you know, we're in a COVID, we're in a, so give, can they do it again? Yeah. And so they they basically, I go, you got to let them do it again. Can we pick it up on another show in a single, you know, in a close? And they gave it to me. And I was like, yeah. and I, that's yeah. when I realized, like, okay, they'll, 
they'll e- they're either humoring me or they're actually going to listen to me at some point. And and you guys yeah. all got your second chances that for was, the line. Honestly, yes. God, that and that first, you guys yes. calmed down, right? Yeah, thank you, Lenny. Uh, that that was, first day yeah. was like I wanted to throw myself. Please, out I would have blown the same line, DC. I would have blown uh, it too. Uh, well, it, it just. Uh, well, the thing is, like, when you get out there, you're not as nervous. Like, when I got out there on the set, it was kind of fun. And the yep. contestants, you're not as nervous. But then, then, then as you get, it's, it's a weird, it's a weird thing. It's, it's, this is why on the yeah. first day, everybody's so nervous. The cameras are nervous. They don't know where it's going. That's why they only shoot, they shoot less. We, we shot one and a half episodes a day um, for this. And you only shoot one the first day and then you have the weekend. So they can discuss everything and you can plan for it, which is exactly what I did. I went back and rewrote, like all started writing these scripts over again, you know, for the Monday and adding your parts. It was just going to get better, not worse. But I also plan on where we're going to get those pickups. And then I think after that first one and I could get you the pickups, we realized, all right, it's going to be okay. You guys, my, all you guys that was in my head was like, uh, I got to get my butt by the apples. Yeah. <laughs> That's all anybody told me. They're like, yeah. the guy just would shoo me out there. He's like, go, go. And yeah. I'm like, go. Yeah. He's like, he goes, just go out there. And then, you know, your market. I'm like, I guess I'm just going to end up at the apples. So I would, the, I would just stand yeah, they, there and I'd be like, okay, if I didn't have the zoom, then it would, I would have never done this. I would have never been able to do it because I had the zoom. I knew the story. I knew everything, but without the zoom, I would have been, cause he just sent me yeah, out. The I wanted day. to mark the yeah. floor for you yeah, and no. they wouldn't even give me the <laughs> no, mark no. on the floor for you. Thank I'm like, can't Neil have like, they had purple for her on one and, uh, brown on one and like green on one i'm like can we give neil red a red dot like so he and he's gonna do it every episode they were looking at me like no no he just what he just said to me he's like go and so i open the door i'm in the supermarket now by myself and i'm just like he's like and i'm just like uh but i knew that i knew that I knew the script. I knew that they were going to talk to three people, but if without that, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have known. I would have just been out there in the middle of the supermarket. Just like, uh, hello over here. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, but eventually you guys realize what you, your roles are, where they were going to be. It's not going to be stationary. You're going to have to move in, which is not exact, not how we practice it at all. And so, you know, it just sort of, we kind of worked out where it was going to happen and how it was going to happen. And then you could settle in. But yeah, it was super, the scenes were super fun. All the stuff that you guys did and everybody did was super fun. And the writing was super fun. It it just turned into like this amazing experience of, you know, as it went on, you writing and you doing all your stuff, Lenny, it just made it so much fun. And then, and then we were all like supporting each other it was we had a really good group that was great the fact that we could all be you know usually on these things you don't know anybody you know it's you're you're on your own but this we had we had a little we had a little crew going you know that we knew each other we could support each other at the end of the day we process what happened you know and then you're create you know i said it before but you're creating this kind of wit sampler of of tv (laughs) show it was like a little bit of this a little bit of that you know, and 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 there's an element of control, and I actually got to see, I actually got to see Lenny fight for us yeah. in front of us. Yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, that was that was a real high point to see somebody going to bat for you. Yeah, then it you be, know, yeah. like I want my guy in there. Yeah, it became know? like a sport. Like, yeah, I'm going to go yeah. out in there and get this one. You know what I mean? I mean, I think it was really, super, it was incredibly positive. I feel like you guys, like we've definitely had the other experience, all of us, I'm sure, and. um the fact that yeah. we we were all standing together and that Lenny was fighting for us and even that first day when 
I felt so out of water. Like there was just so many elements on the set. Like I couldn't, I was popping up behind fruit stands and I, and, and, and the speakers were in front of the fruit stand. And so and when you could I only would, see your eyes like above the tomatoes. Yeah. And when, <laughs> and when, when Leslie would throw me the line uh, because the speakers were in front of the fruit stand, I couldn't hear the line and I couldn't see anybody's faces saying go because everybody had a mask on. I mean, there were just crazy elements that, <laughs> that, that came in the way, but that, even that day, that first day, um, yeah, Lenny fought for the, 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 the apple du- box, the, right? The I apple go, box. Uh, me, can yeah, yeah, you? Yeah. She's five four. Get her a box to <gasps> stand on. Well, you, you, well, yeah, we couldn't Ridiculous. have done that without you. If that was me, we would all been We're fucking. Dead. We would all been laying out yeah, by the beach. They didn't care. You did. You did it. We owe you. Uh, but, but even, but even Leslie had yeah. took Leslie, me aside and get, yeah. and said the nicest things to me after I yeah, blew that, that line. Moment. She, I have so much respect for everybody. Everybody. That'll be like Everybody chapter in one production. in your book. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the other thing, the other thing is, is DC and Bethel will both say it. Maybe you don't. I don't know if you knew this, Lenny, but if things go really, really, like you didn't, this weren't going well, you just went to Rich, and Rich would be like. It's it's where it's supposed to be, Neil. But that, that was, uh, that was yeah. the moment I had. I was I yeah. was like I was sitting with Rich in the yeah. back, and Rich was going on about we're all minerals, we're all minerals, yeah, yeah, yeah. and in outer space, and we're minerals. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, we're minerals. Then I go out there, I totally mess up the line. It's like cut, we're moving on, and I'm like, I'm a fucking mineral man. That's all I am. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just a mineral. <laughs> Just a mineral man, (laughs) but he really—he was a uh, very—he was a very soothing presence on that uh, set. Yeah, Uh, he was like a human crystal or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) interesting guy. So Leslie got him in. We got him in as the third checkout guy. Um, And Rich, um, he has no lines because we didn't write him any on Zoom, and we didn't know he was coming. And he got it at the last second. So finally, we're like, let's write him this. Let's write him something. And I finally got him a close up in there. But you guys, we didn't know that, you know, at the end of every show, you guys would be on the floor. And that wasn't on the first one. We just added it. And that was a great move by Rupert, the director. And then um, and then we this I had gotten them during the zooms to not have Leslie read the rules package for the for the super sweep because she would have to read it every show. And it was annoying. So I had to make it into like a, a pre-tape. And uh, you guys were the guys in the pre-tape. So that was a lot of fun that we got to do that. But that, that was haphazard. They didn't yeah. realize that they were going to need a lot of time for comedy. I, I, I don't understand how they don't understand comedy is very planned out. It's not everything's not improv. And they needed you to run around the store in a specific way and jump around in a specific way. And we had write it. We wrote it minimally so you could pull it up. It's it's. People, when you see this, realize that if it looks haphazard, it's because it was. But if it looks great, it's because these guys made it look great. Um, and then in the back room, we do this gag with Neil and it, I, on the Zoom and in the script. So funny. It was just a matter. I thought Leslie was just going to say, get out every time and just pull him away every time. And then, yeah, well, maybe we'll do a gag every once in a while and not every show. And then next thing you know, it turned into... The gag spot out of control. Got out of control. Oh I mean, I, I went a little overboard. But, I mean, they, <laughs> we if, were, if we it works, it. we're going to be geniuses, you know? Oh, my God. Yeah. That's so out of control. I mean, Neil's in a disco outfit. Neil's in a, you know, Neil's got a, a machete. Neil's got... Yoga pants. Yoga pants. <laughs> yoga yeah, yeah. pants. That's all you got to say. That Neil really is the umbrella. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the yoga pants. <laughs> the yoga pants. I mean, it got a little crazy. But it it's funny, and they totally respected you guys to pull it off at the end. They basically... Let me do whatever I want. So how can you how can you yeah, say that's anything? Once in a lifetime, you see what you happens. Know? 
it'll be interesting to see what happens. Um, next up for us will be. Please just put my face in with one time. Hopefully, <laughs> this the, season two. Hopefully, you know, maybe next year we'll, we'll find out who gets cut, who doesn't get cut. Yeah. If they want to do it all again, I hope they do because it'll be a success. Hopefully, you guys get a lot of play on Twitter and all the stuff that gets cut. Maybe they'll put it on Instagram and so any so all the stuff. I would let, let's see if it surfaces online and stuff like that. So you know these things that will have another life just to promote the show because people might really want them. Um, it'll premiere September 27th or somewhere in October. Rumor has it maybe around the NBA Finals could happen. So that'll be a nice lead in. We shall see. Um, do you guys have any final thoughts? What any any Are your favorite points? Good or, thing, bad thing? Or we no? will in a second. Oh, okay. But. No final. No, just a great experience. I'm so happy and thankful to everybody. It was it was just and Leslie is amazing. Yeah. Thanks to the executive producers yeah. Wes Cowbell and Alicia, Alicia Rossiter. Was- incredible people they've they've done alicia's done a ton zoom, of television i call that the zoom crowd that whole zoom crowd yeah is like we, ed thomas we, uh, great guy thank for i'm very thankful for him. we had ed on the podcast we had alicia on the podcast i'm trying to get wes on the podcast i mean just interesting personalities really wanted the show to be great and you know work their asses off and it, it will show i think bethel any final I don't. I think fun time, huh? Yeah, it was so awesome. I mean, I feel like once we in a lifetime, once like in a career, gold, once in a career, like like it, the fact that you fought for us and like I, just crazy. It, it was seems crazy. crazy to me, but I'm really grateful. I know DC was like Leslie said you couldn't even talk. You were so happy to her thanking her, and she really appreciated it. DC, I know that. You know, it, it's to to be part of something like this was surreal, and you know to have to be in a situation where there's some creative control and to have somebody remember you and include you in it, you know, that it just never happens. And I've, I've said this over and over again, but it's like all these guys I've worked with over the years that that were friends and whatever, nobody ever threw me a bone ever. (laughs) And it's like, here, here you guys are. And I get to be, I get to be fucking Manny from Scarface in a supermarket. <laughs> I mean, how great is that? How is, great is that? You it know? is kind so of surreal, so but it grateful. You know, uh, oh, that's awesome. Well, well, trust me, you guys were great. They loved it, and everything that we sold them on for you guys really came true. You're not going to be a problem. You're going to be professionals. You'll stay in the bubble. You'll know your stuff. You know, you'll you'll relax and do your lines. You know, and and also. You'll help me create the comedy if need be, which ended up happening because of um, what transpired script wise. So thank you, guys. You did everything, you, you know, everybody like Neil's taking me to dinner. You don't have to take me there. Job well done. That's all I need. I They're paying me. I don't know if you guys knew this. They pay me pretty well. So, what? Yeah. So I my my yeah. payment will be season two. Believe me, I want to make a hundred of these. Trust me on that one, because if I make a hundred of these, we want to make a yeah a hundred of these. So hopefully we'll all get to do that. Okay, let's finish up. The way we end the show every week is one good thing, one bad thing of the week. I will start. The good thing we lived. First of all, it <laughs> yes. looks like none of us got sick on this this trip. That was one of the big concerns at some point. But the way they handled this was so unbelievable. We lived good. The second good thing, I tomorrow I go get the girls. By the time you hear this, the you know Gina and Bertie will come out of their quarantine bubble with Grandma and Grandpa in Pennsylvania. And the bad thing is, now what? <laughs> now what do we do? We are we all just going back to sitting in our homes? For, and then now winter's coming. 
<laughs> Leslie would say, winter's coming, bitch. You know, like it's coming and it's going to be, oh, no, I can't, you know, I mean, no, are we doing Thanksgiving? I don't know. Are we doing Christmas? I probably, uh, nobody knows. Are we Supermar- doing Hanukkah? I'm thinking supermarket sweep tour across the world. Oh, we might have to in the bubble. I don't know. I don't think there's going to be anybody in Times Square on New Year's Eve. We'd like oh, got to yeah. get that vaccine and get our lives back by spring, I hope. I mean, but January, February is going to be, hopefully we're shooting this because January, I cannot do winter in the house with the baby. I hear that. It's going to be brutal. All right, uh, Bethel, you go next. One good thing or one bad thing of the week? <clears throat> yeah, we lived. Yay. Nice. Uh, I, we, we've, uh, we got my mom back to the East Coast, which Yay. is amazing. Um, and I don't, I don't have anything bad. No, nothing bad. Excellent. I love nothing bad. Neil? Yeah, I'm same thing. I'm just thankful. I love all you guys. I thought that was so much fun. And it was an, just an amazing, amazing. I love the dinners. I mean, the thing that stands yeah. out, obviously, the show. But then the, the dinners, dinners at night were just amazing. Are you so. okay? Because uh, Neil. Well, I'm the, not the, dead, the, but I'm still <laughs> struggling. Neil, I mean, that was migraine just kicked the shit out of me Neil got a night. migraine no, 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 no. after it was over from coming down off a of cloud nine. Dude, I always think I'm dying. So it's like, it's just like. <laughs> Please don't die. The whole whatever that Your dumb is. face cannot be replicated. <laughs> I need I need like at least 10 seasons of this. <laughs> and I had a total meltdown. But yeah, I, I'm still struggling, but it's it's moving forward. DC, one uh, good thing or one bad thing of the week? The bad thing, it wasn't really, you know, it was like I was teeter-tottering on my back going out the whole time, but <laughs> it, did, it didn't go out. So that's, that, that, that you, you know, not so bad. Yeah. Not so bad. The good thing is that we did this thing, fucking amazing. I was missing New York. I get home. I sit down on my couch. I'm home. And, and I watch Broadway Danny Rose, and I got my whole fucking New York. Yeah. <laughs> right back in me. <laughs> so and it was it was great, man. It was just a great experience. It's the man. MSDC. I'm, I'm it's the MS. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you know Broadway, Danny Rose. Okay, um, next week. We're going to try and get some production people on with us. I mean, we met some crazy people, so that'll be in the coming weeks. So I'm going to try and get some of these people, like script supervisors and stuff like that. Some of the people we met were extremely interesting. And how do they get these jobs? I don't know. So we'll try and get them on. Um, follow us on thelaughbutton.com or lennymarcus.com or Four Corners Podcast uh, on social media, at 4C Podcast, at 4C Podcast, Instagram and Twitter. DC Benny has a special in the works. It'll be coming yeah, out soon. Wait. Um, at the same time, probably that this comes out, uh, I mean, October is very September, October could be DC Benny month. We, who the hell knows? Like, oh my God, I can't wait to see what happens. And you know, you know, this business, probably nothing, but maybe everything you never know. DC Benny, DC Benny's modeling career could take off. Who doesn't want Manny from Scarface back out there? Bethel, um, where can they find you? You can find you on uh, Twitter. Twitter. Bethelcarum. And DC, yeah. do you have social media somewhere? Is it just DC? Yeah, at, at the real DC Benny on Instagram. The real that's, that's DC fine. Benny on Instagram. Look for that. Yeah. And we, we will post pictures at some point, but there, we're on a lockdown awesome. of, wanna, uh, until it airs. We can't post pictures from the thing, but we, I promise ask, we will. Ask me, please. Neil. Any Where social can we media? Find you, uh, I'm at the Whole Foods all weekend on <laughs> 72nd, and then I'm doing the Trader Joe's on 14th Street. Please, please, universe, make Neil go on a world tour as a dumb security yes. guard somewhere. Oh. It was really funny that just to end a really funny thing, like Neil, the security guard, they put him in a full security guard outfit, and he looks exactly like a security guard. I'm like, 
Wow, I wonder if this outfit is really authentic. But all over LA, these little strip malls have security guards. They're dressed exactly, exactly. like Neil. Just like exactly. Identically like Neil. I'm like, it looked like a whole army that he was a part Those of. Are my people. Other people. <laughs> all right. We will see you guys next week. We're happy to be back. Um, like I said, it, it's, yes. uh, it was a great experience. Miss you, DC. Watch Supermarket Sweep. Miss you, Sweep. you guys all. We'll see you, DC, soon. Watch Supermarket Sweep coming up on ABC soon. Bye, everybody. Woo-hoo. Bye. Four Corners Podcast was created, hosted, produced, and engineered by me, Lenny Marcus, executive producers Matt Kleinschmidt and Robert Kelly for the Laugh Button Podcast. <laughs>